Vishnupad Paramahamsa Pridajikacharya Shilesi Bhaktivedanta Swami Maharaj Shila Prabhupada Ki Jayam Vishnupad Paramahamsa Pridajikacharya Ashota Shota Shishimad His Divine Grace Shila Bhaktisadanta Sarasati Go Swami Maharaj Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai Gantara Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai Gaura Premanande Hari Hari Bo All gloriously assembled devotees Hare Krishna All gloriously assembled devotees Hare Krishna Hare All gloriously assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories to Shishi Guru and Guranga All glories to Srila Prabhupada Jaya Jaya Shri Shetanya Jai Nityananda Jaya Jaya Shri Shetanya Jai Nityananda Jai Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaura Bhakta Vinla Jayadvaita Chanya Jaya Ghora Bhakta Vinla So we're reading from chapter 20 of the Chi Chaitanya Charitamrita. This is where Lord Chaitanya is instructing Sanatana Goswami. Previous chapter was Rupa Goswami in the science of the absolute truth. The following summary of this chapter is given by Bhaktivinoda Thakur in his Amrita Pravaha Bhasha. When Sanatana Goswami was imprisoned by Nawab Hussein Shah, he received news from Rupa Goswami that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had gone to Mathura. Sanatana Goswami Thereafter, satisfied the superintendent of the jail by sweet solicitations and bribery. After giving the jailer 7,000 gold coins, how much is that worth now? 7,000, how much is one gold coin? Say it's one, one ounce. So this 7,000 gold coins. So he gave the jailer 7,000 gold coins and one ounce of gold. He was, you know, they're coming, they're not coming from a, you know, ordinarily wealthy family. They're coming from a, Extreme. So one ounce. So a coin is a, weighs about one ounce. So that's one thousand two hundred eighty-seven dollars. So seven thousand of those. Okay. So he gave the jailer nine million dollars. That's a pretty big prize. <laughs> nine million dollars. Uh, gold coins are pretty much worth the same. Throughout history, you know, one gold coin uh, two thousand years ago will buy you a thousand loaves of bread, and one gold coin nowadays will buy you a thousand loaves of bread. You know, right around the same. So he gave the 
jailer $9 million, 7,000 gold coins, Sanat Goswami was released. He then crossed the Ganges and fled. One of his servants, Ishana, followed him carrying eight gold coins. Sanat Goswami and his servant then spent the night in a small hotel on the way to Banares. The hotel owner knew that Sanat Goswami and his servant had eight gold coins and decided to kill them and take their money. Uh oh. Making plans in this way, the hotel owner received them as an honorable guest. Sanat Goswami, however, asked the servant how much money he had. And taking seven gold coins, Sanatan offered them to the hotel owner. Thus the, the owner helped them cross the hilly track and proceed towards Varanasi. So you see here again, these gold coins are worth quite a bit. For the eight gold coins, the hotel owner is thinking of murdering his guests. This means they're walking around with, you know, something like ten, twelve thousand dollars in their pockets. Just the eight coins. On the way, Sanatana Goswami met his brother-in-law, Srikanta, at Hajipur. And Srikanta helped him after he heard about Sanat Goswami's troubles. Thus Sanat Goswami finally arrived at Varanasi and stood before the door of Chandrasekhar. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu called him and ordered him to change his dress so that he would be like a gentleman. For his garment he used an old cloth of Tapan Mishra. Later, he exchanged his valuable blanket for a torn quilt. At this time, Shishitana Mahaprabhu was ple- very pleased with him. And thus, Sanatana Goswami received knowledge of the absolute truth from the Lord himself. First, they discussed the constitu- constitutional position of the living entity. And Shishitana Mahaprabhu explained to Sanatana Goswami how the living entity is one of Krishna's energies. After this, the Lord explained the way of devotional service. While discussing the absolute truth of Sri Krishna, the Lord analyzed Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhagavan, as well as the expansions of the Lord called Swayam Rupa, Tad Ekatma, and Avesha, which are divided into various branches known as Vaibhav and Prabhav. Thus, the Lord describes many forms of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He also describes incarnations of God within the material world, incarnations such as the Purusha avatars, Manvanda avatars, Gun avatars, Shaktavesh avatars. The Lord also discussed divisions of Krishna's different ages, such as Balya, Palganda, and different pastimes of the different ages. He also explained explained how Krishna attained his permanent form when he reached youth. In this way, Shishadin Mahaprabhu explained and described everything to Sanatana and Goswami. Vande Nanta Bhuta Ishwaram Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Nichopi Yat Prasadasyat Bhakti Shastra Pavartakaha let me offer my respectful obeisances unto Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who has unlimited wonderful opulences. By his mercy, even a person born as the lowest of men can spread the science of devotional service. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaurabhakta Vinda All glories to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu All glories to Nityananda Prabhu All glories to Dvaita Charya All glories to all the devotees of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Eta Goda Sanata Ache Bhadisale Sri Rupa Gosanira Patri Aila Hena Kale 
When Sanatan Goswami was imprisoned in Bengal, a letter arrived from Srila Rupa Goswami, purport. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur informs us that this letter from Rupa Goswami to Sanatan Goswami is mentioned by the annotator of the Udbhata Chandrika. Rupa Goswami wrote a note to Sanatan Goswami from Bakla. This note indicated that Shishatana Mahaprabhu was coming to Mathura. Instead, it, it stated, Yadupate kwa gatha madur puri ragapate kwa gatoro koshala iti vichinta kurushwa manasthi ram nasyad idam jagat iti avadharaya. Where has the madura puri? Of Yadupati Gan. Where has the northern Koshala of Ragupati Gan? By reflection, make the mind steady, thinking, this universe is not eternal. So it sounds like he is speaking coded language to Sanatana Goswami. Maybe because because he's in prison, he, does, he wants to give him some news without uh, alerting those who are looking after him, watching over him. Patripana sanatan anenita haila yaman rakshasya pashakahite lagila. When Sanatan Goswami received this note from Rupa Goswami, he became very pleased. He immediately went to the jail superintendent, who was a meat eater, and spoke as follows. Tuma eka jinapira mahabhagavan Ketab korana shashte aiche Tomara gyan Sanatan Goswami told the Muslim jailkeeper, Dear sir, you are a saintly person and very fortunate. You have full knowledge of the revealed scriptures such as Quran and similar books. Ekabandi chariyadi nija dharma dekiya samsara haite tare mukta karena gosana. If one is releases a conditioned soul or imprisoned person according to religious principles, he himself is also released from material bondage by the supreme personality of Godhead. Purport. It appears from this statement that Sanatana Goswami, who was formerly a minister of the Nawab, was trying to cheat the Muslim superintendent. A jail superintendent had only an ordinary education and practically or practically no education. And he was certainly not supposed to be a very advanced, very advanced in spiritual knowledge. But just to satisfy him, Sanatana Goswami praised him as a learned scholar of the scriptures. The jailkeeper could not deny that he was a learned scholar because one, when one is elevated to an exalted position, one thinks himself fit for that position. So that Goswami was cor- correctly explaining the effects of spiritual activity and the jailkeeper connected his statement with the release, his release from jail. There are innumerable conditioned souls rotting in this material world, imprisoned by Maya, under the spell of sense gratification. The living entity is so entranced by the spell of Maya that in conditioned life, even a pig feels satisfied. What do pigs eat? Yeah. But even the pig thinks, if you offer a pig halava, and what goes down the toilet, he will take the second option. Can make even a nice cake. So there was a pastime where Lord Indra, he was cursed to become a pig uh, for a certain period of time. And so he became, he, he, was turned into a pig body on earth. And Brahma, 
And the demigods that came to him and said, okay, now your curse is over. Come back to uh, the heavenly planets. And it says that uh, the opulence and beauty that you find there is unimaginable. Prabhupada once said that the most beautiful woman on earth looks like a frog uh, compared to the women in the heavenly planets. So, however, Indra, he was there, he said, look at my beautiful wife. How can I leave her? Look at her curly tail and her you know, pink stubbly skin. And the smells, is such a wonderful smell in our home. How can I leave this? And so they had to convince him the hard way. And then he came back. But, uh, yeah. So even the pig, he feels, he thinks he's satisfied. Where are we? There are two kinds of covering powers exhibited by Maya. One is called Prakshit Pat Prakshit Atmika. And the other one is called Avarnatmika. So this is called the covering and the throwing potency. So these are different uh, wrestling moves by Maya. So one of them she just like she takes her curtain covering and she just puts it over your head and then she drags you down even further you don't even you don't even realize how far you've been dra- dragged down when one is determined to get out of material bondage the prikshat prikshit atmika shakti or the spell of diversion impels one to remain in conditioned life fully satisfied by sense gratification Due to the other power, avarnatmaka, a conditioned soul feels satisfied even if, he, even if he's rotting in the body of a pig or a worm in stool. To be released from the conditioned soul from material bondage is very difficult because of the spell of Maya is so strong. Even when the conditions, even when the Supreme Personality of Godhead himself descends to deliver the conditioned souls, asking them to surrender unto him, the conditioned souls do not agree to the Lord's proposal. Therefore, Sanat Goswami said, somehow or other, if one helps another gain release from the bondage of Maya, he is certainly immediately recognized by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As the Lord states in the Bhagavad Gita, 1869, the greatest service that one can render to the Lord is to try to infuse devotional service into the heart of the conditioned soul so that the conditioned soul may be released from conditioned life. Bhaktivinoda Thakur has said that a Vaishnava is recognized by his preaching work. That is, by convincing the conditioned souls about his eternal position, which is explained here as Nija Dharma. So you can see why Vaisheshikaru is encouraging us to do devotional service, because if we help others, then Krishna is going to help us. In a lecture on nectar devotion, Prabhupada said that those who go out and preach, he says, Krishna gives them special protection. Special mercy. And here Prabhupada is quoting Bhagavad Gita. There is no one more dear to me than those who go out and preach this message. And here he quotes Bhaktivinoda Thakur saying that, how do you know the status of a Vaishnava? By his ability to uh, bring others to Krishna. Krishna Shakti Vinay. That that means he has Krishna's Shakti. If a living entity's eternal position is to serve the Lord, it is the living entity's eternal position to serve the Lord. Therefore, to help one get release from material bondage is to awaken one's dormant understanding that he is eternal servant of Krishna. 
This we further explain by Krishna himself to Sanatana Goswami. And the easy thing about it is that we don't have to do it. All we have to do is give them Prabhupada. And Prabhupada will convince them. And if they have a question, then we just repeat what's here in the books. We don't have to figure it out ourselves. We just have to know how to repeat Purva Amitona Karachi Upakar Tumi Amachadikar Pratyuta Parkar. So not Goswami continued. Previously I have done much for you. Now I'm in difficulty. Please return my goodwill by releasing me. Pancha Sastra Shahashra Mudra Tumikara Angikar Punya Arta Dui Lava Hai Ibe Tomar. Here are 5,000 gold coins. Please accept them. By releasing me, you'll receive the pious activities and material profit as well. Thus you'll profit in two ways simultaneously. Tabi se yavana kahe shunya mahashai tamara chaviva kintu kari rajabhai In this way, Sanat Goswami convinced the jailkeeper who replied, Please hear me, my dear sir. I'm willing to release you, but I'm afraid of the government. Sanatana kahe tumikar kari rajabhai dakshina giyache la yadi etu avoyai tanhara kahiyo se bhaya kritagela gangarani kata ganga deki janpadila Sanat Goswami replied, there is no danger. The Namahabha has gone south. If he returns, tell him Sanatan went to pass stool near the banks of the Ganges. And as soon as he saw the Ganges, he jumped in. Aneka dekeya thara lagna paila dhaduka sahita dhubi kahan vakela Tell him, I looked for him for a long time, but I could not find any trace of him. He jumped in with his shackles, and therefore he was was drowned and washed away by the waves. For this, there is no reason for you to be afraid. I shall not remain in this country. I shall become a mendicant and go to the holy city Mecca. <laughs> so now I go to and say, I'm going to Mecca. Tutapi yavana mana prasane nadekila shatahajara mudra tala agerasila kaila. So now Goswami could see the mind of the meat eater was still not satisfied. He then stacked 7,000 7, gold coins before him. So how much is that? Nine million dollars. 7,000 gold coins, nine million dollars. Previously, I know, if you hear this story about bribery, you say, oh yeah, yeah, that's normal in India. But actually, it wasn't so prevalent back then. Srila Prabhupada explained that when he was young, to uh, any type of cheating in business was considered quite a dishonor. But now in India, it's become more and more degraded, and so it is, com- you know, almost a hundred percent prevalent. All everybody, all businesses, every any person involving in money is constant. There's so much cheating going on. So you have different forms of maya. So in America, lust is prominent. Greed is not as prominent as it is in India. India, lust is not so prominent, but greed is very prominent. It's like one coin, different side of the same coin. So someone who comes to to India, they may be uh, overwhelmed and uh, disturbed by the amount of greed, how, how everyone is trying to cheat so often. 
and how there's bribery. But this is this is nine million dollar bribery. That's therefore you know pretty much any country, any place, any time, someone's going to be uh, some jailer is going to be affected. Loba haila yavanera mudar dekiya rathe ganga para kaila dhaduka katiya. When the meat eater saw the coins, he was attracted to them. He then agreed, and at that night he cut Sanatan's shackles and let him cross the Ganges. Gadadvar patachaila nahitahanyate ratidin chali aila. In this way, Sanatana Goswami was released. However, he was not able to walk along the path of the fortress. Walking day and night, he finally arrived at the hilly tract of land known as Patada. Tata eka bhobika hai tanra tanigela parvata para after reaching Pathada, he met a landholder and submissively requested him to get him across the hilly track of land. The man who was very expert in palmistry was at the time staying with the landlord. A man who was very expert in palmistry was at the time staying with the landlord. Knowing about Sanatana, he whispered the following into the landlord's ear. Inharatane suvanera ashtamoharahai shuni anandita buna sanatakai the palmist said, this man, Sanatana, possesses eight gold coins. Not only did he know how you know that he had wealth, but exactly how much. Hearing this, the landlord was very pleased and spoke the following to Sanatana Goswami. Ratre parvata pare Kariba nejalokadhiya bhojanakara tuma randarakariya. The landlord said, I shall get you across this hilly track of, at night with my own men. Now just cook for yourself and take your lunch. I'm just going to read the translations from now on. Saying this, the landlord offered Sanatana grain to cook. Sanatana went to the riverside and took his bath. Because Sanatana had been fasting for two days, he cooked the food and ate it. However, formerly being a minister of Nawab, he began to contemplate the situation. As a former minister of Nawab, Sanatana could certainly understand diplomacy. Therefore thought, why is this landlord offering me such respect? Thinking in this way, he questioned his servant, whose name is Ishana. Sanatana asked his servant, Ishana, I think you have some valuable things with you. Ishana replied, yes, I have seven gold coins. Hearing this, Sanatana Goswami chastised his servant, saying, why have you brought this death now? With you. Hare Krishna, welcome. Upon thereupon Sanatan Goswami took the seven gold coins in his hand and went to the landlord, holding the gold coins before him, he spoke as follows I have seven gold coins with me, please accept them, and from this from a religious point of view, please help me get across the hilly tract of land. I'm a prisoner of the government and I cannot go along the way of the ramparts. It would be very pious of you to take the money and kindly get me across this hilly tract of land. Smiling, the landlord said, before you offer them, I already knew 
that there were eight gold coins in your servant's possession. On this very night, I would have killed you and taken your coins. It is very good that you voluntarily offered them to me and now relieved from such a sinful activity. I'm very satisfied by your behavior and I shall not, I shall not accept these gold coins, but I shall get you across the hilly tract of lands simply to perform pious activity. So how do the Goswamis, how are they described? Dira, dira, jana, priya, priya, karo. That for the uh, godly to the gangsters, the gentle and the ruffians, they all were very pleased by their behavior. They were, they were, uh, the, the gangsters, the godly, all of them would become very uh, endeared to the, these six Goswamis. So this guy that was planning on murdering him for eight gold coins, he was offered seven gold coins. And still he, at this point he said, no, I, I don't need to accept it. I'll just, I'll get the blessing of, of helping you. After the settlement was made, the landlord gave Sanatan Goswami four watchmen to accompany him. They went through the forest path for the whole night and thus brought him over to the brought him over the hilly tract of land. After crossing the hills, Sanatan Goswami told his servant, I think you still have some balance left from the gold coins. We missed one verse. Sanatan Goswami said, If you do not accept these coins, someone else will kill me for them. It is better you save me from the danger by accepting these coins. So Ishana replied, I still have one gold coin in my possession. Sanatana Goswami said, take the coin and return to your home. After departing from Ishana, Sanatana Goswami began traveling alone with a water pot in his hand. Simply covered with a torn quilt, and he thus lost all his anxiety. So now that he has no valuable valuable possessions, he has no anxieties. Uh, we had um, George Harrison. He stayed at uh, one devotee's house in Rindavan in 1996. He stayed there for three months. Uh, it was a big secret. There's a whole bunch of different uh, stories there. But he, he, they didn't want a bunch of paparazzi climbing over the walls and stuff. So there's there's some pictures online that you can see, but they were, they didn't tell all the general body of devotees. Just uh, Mukunda Goswami knew and a few others. He was staying at the home of Prithu uh, Prabhu, which was a place called Prabhupada Vani Ashram. So three months in Vrindavan, and so they asked him after three months. He said, "So what is the royalties that you got?" Three months, and he said, "Huh, ninety days, ninety million." So he makes a million dollars a day in royalties. And he said, and every penny was another anxiety bought. That was his response. So now we hear Sanat Goswami has lost all of his anxiety because he has given up all of his money. He has no more anxiety. He just has a torn quilt. Speaking about torn quilts, um, when we are presenting spiritual philosophy, presenting Krishna consciousness, we have to make sure uh, if we are deconstructing uh, a person's uh, philosophy that has uh, some issues, say that it's an impersonalistic or an atheistic philosophy, uh, we are pointing out the faults, we have to make sure that we are giving them some kind of positive alternative. For example, if you are freezing and you have a torn quilt and someone starts pulling it away from you, you will hold that quilt as if your life depended on it. But if someone gives you a nice warm blanket and says, okay, now hand over the torn quilt, then no problem. So if we uh, do not uh, ensure that our audience understands the positive alternative of 
uh, a Krishna consciousness philosophy, and then just point out what is the faults in atheism or uh, impersonalism. They will not let go of that torn quote and, and, uh, without experiencing or philosophically recognizing the the higher quality found in the theistic view of the Bhagavad Gita. Walking and walking, Sanatana Goswami finally arrived at a place called Hajipur. At that, that evening, he sat down within a garden. In Hajipur, there was a gentleman named Sri Kanta, who happened to be the husband of Sanat Goswami's sister. He was engaged there in government service. Sri Kanta had 300,000 gold coins with him, which had been given to him by the emperor for the purchase of horses. Thus Sri Kanta was buying horses and was dispatching them to the emperor. Now, how much is a gold coin? $1,200. So he had 300,000 gold coins. We just read how the other one got released from prison. He had 7,000 gold coins, which came out to be $9 million. When Sanatan was sitting in an elevated place, he, when Srikanta was sitting in an elevated place, he could see Sanatan Goswami. That night, he took a servant and went to see Sanatha Goswami. When they met, they had many conversations. Sanatha Goswami told him in detail about his arrest and his release. Sri Kanta then told Sanatha Goswami, stay here for at least two days and dress up like a gentleman. Abandon these dirty garments. Sanatana Goswami replied, I shall not stay here even for a moment. Please help me cross, cross the Ganges. I shall leave immediately. With great care, Sanat Sri Kanta gave him a woolen blanket and helped him cross the Ganges. Thus, Sanatana Goswami departed again. After a few days, Sanatana Goswami arrived at Varanasi, and he was very pleased to hear about Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's arrival there. Sanat Goswami then went to the house of Chandrasekhar and sat down by the door. Understanding what was happening, Shishanya Mahaprabhu spoke to Chandrasekhar. Shishanya Mahaprabhu said, There is a devotee at your door. Please call him in. Going outside, Chandrasekhar could not see a Vaishnava at his door. When Chandrasekhar informed the Lord that there was no Vaishnava at his door, the Lord asked him, Is there anyone at all at your door? Chandrasekhar replied, There is a Muslim mendicant. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu implied, immediately said, Please bring him here. Chandrasekhar then spoke to Sanat Goswami, who was still sitting beside the door. O oh, Muslim mendicant, please come in. The Lord is calling you. Sanat Goswami was very pleased to hear this order and he entered Chandrasekhar's house. As soon as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu saw Sanat Goswami in the courtyard, he immediately went up to him with great haste. After embracing him, the Lord was overwhelmed with ecstatic love. As soon as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu touched Sanat Goswami, Sanat Goswami was also overwhelmed with ecstatic love. In a faltering voice he said, O oh my Lord, Please do not touch me. Shoulder to shoulder, Shishishit Mahaprabhu and Sanat Goswami began to cry unlimitedly. Chandrasekhar was very much too astonished to see all this. Catching his hand, Shishit Mahaprabhu took Sanat Goswami inside and made him sit on an elevated place next to him. When Sanat Shishit Mahaprabhu began cleansing, Sanat Goswami's Sanat Goswami's body with his own transcendental hand. Sanat Goswami said, Oh my Lord, please do not touch me. The Lord replied, I am touching you just to purify myself. Because of the force of your, your devotional service, you can purify the whole universe. Bhavad vidas bhagavatas tirtha bhutam swaya prabhu tirtha kurvanti tirthani shvantashtena gadabrita. Saints, saints of your caliber, 
are themselves places of pilgrimage. Because of their purity, they are constant companions of the Lord. Therefore, they can purify even the places of pilgrimage. Purport. This verse was spoken by Maharaj Yudhishthir to Vidura and the Srimad Bhagavatam. Vidura was returning home after visiting sacred places of pilgrimage, and Maharaj Yudhishthir was receiving his saintly uncle. In essence, Maharaj Yudhishthir was saying, My dear Lord Vidura, because you are a holy place, you are you yourself are a holy place, because you are an advanced devotee. People like you always carry Lord Vishnu in their hearts. You can revitalize all holy places after they have been polluted by the pilgrimages of sinners. A sinful person goes to the holy place of pilgrimage to be purified. And a holy place is there many saintly people and temples of the Lord, of Lord Vishnu. However, the holy place becomes infected with the sins of many visitors. When an advanced devotee goes to a holy place, he counteracts all the sins of the pilgrims. Therefore, Maharaj Yudhishthira addressed Vidura in this way. Since the advanced devotee carries Lord Vishnu within his heart, he is a moving temple and a moving Vishnu. An advanced devotee does not need to go to holy places, for wherever he stays is a holy place. In this connection, Naratam Das Thakur states, Visiting holy places is simply another type of bewilderment. Since an advanced devotee does not need to go to a holy place, why does he go? The answer is that he goes simply to purify the place. So, one day, Mother Yashoda was cooking for Nanda Maharaj. And Krishna was watching. And Krishna said, what is this funny, funny uh, bhojan that you're cooking? What is, because she was cooking all types, everything was fried food. Because Nanda Maharaj, she doesn't like to, he was going to travel to different sacred places. The Ganges, the uh, all the different tirtas, he was going to go travel, bathe in all these sacred places. And like a nice Indian gentleman, he doesn't eat the street food. He doesn't want all kinds of street consciousness. He eats only food that he personally prepared or his wife has personally prepared. Just like Prabhupada stated in in the uh, when he was young and living in India, all the Brahmins that were employed by the government, the government would give them their own kitchen because they wouldn't eat restaurant food, street food. They all uh, were concerned about the consciousness that they're bringing into their minds and their body. So he was, she was preparing this food, and Krishna saying, "What? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you cooking? Hey, what are you cooking? What are you doing?" And she said, "Oh, I'm making for uh, Baba. I'm making uh, his preparing his food for his traveling." He says, where are you going? Where is he going? Where is he going? I said, go ask your father. I'm cooking. And so he goes to Nana Maharaj. He said, ask him, where is he going? He says, I'm going to this holy place, that holy place, this holy place, that holy place. So the little boy, little baby Krishna, he said, tomorrow is Akshay Tritya. That's a very special day. It's the best day to start something. All the benefits will go on forever. Go tomorrow. Don't go today. So Nana Maharaj, like his, uh, he would always bathe in Nanda Sarovar. And so, next morning he went to bathe in Nanda Sarovar and he met, he saw there was a giant bathing in the river, in this, this, uh, Kun, or Sarovar is bigger than a Kun. When it gets a little bigger, they call it Sarovar. So this big giant figure, he had beautiful uh, ornaments, jewelry, and he was uh, had this big ha ha ha, this big laughter. And Nandamara said, uh, "Who are you?" 
Now, Nanamara, she wanted to go to, uh, what is the place called? What, Triveni Sangam. Prayag. Yes, so yeah. He says, who are you? And he says, I am Prayag. Is Prag? Who's Prag? We don't have any Prag here. And we don't have any giants here. No, he says, I am Prayag Tirtha, king of all Tirthas. Because this is, was the end of, that was his com- full objective to go to Prayag, Nanda Maharaj. He said, all year long people are pouring their sins at my holy place. So once a year on Akshay Tritya, I come to bathe in this pond to purify myself. And all the other rivers were there, Ganges was there. He saw Narnamara, she saw these all kinds of beautiful ladies. But their beauty was different. It was different from Brijbasi beauty. It was very, very uh, opulent, very he- uh, heavenly, like Debi goddess. And he says, who are you? She says, I am Ganges, I am uh, uh, Kaveri, I am Sin- uh, Sindhu. All these different sacred rivers. They all said the same thing, that every year... So he was rolling in the, uh, this prayag. He was bathing and rolling in the uh, bathing in the river and rolling in the dust, and then bathing in the river, this pond again. That all year, uh, people are pouring their sins in our holy places. So we come to this one place once a year to purify ourselves. So Nanamara, she went back home, and Krishna says, "When are you going? When are you going?" He says, "Oh, I don't need to go. All the places came to me." A little bit about. So we'll stop here on verse number. We'll continue now. Verse number fifty-eight. Any uh, comments, questions, reflections? What's your names? Brian and Bree. Brianna. Okay. And where are you guys from? I've Maryland. Okay. Welcome. You're passing through Texas, or? Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, thanks for coming. All right. So right now, um, right after this class, there's breakfast. Yeah, so please stay and eat some delicious Prasadam breakfast. Om Tat Sat. Thanks a lot. Hare Krishna.